will begin with a reign of terror. A few murders here and there. Murders of great men, murders of little men. Just to show we make no distinction. To be walking up the stairs with a camera bag that belonged to a young woman that had her severed head in it. I would move heaven, hell, and anything in between to get to you. You wouldn't be safe anywhere if I was mad at you. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I guess not. Only word was shot and left. <laughs> if it was a horrendous crime, why didn't I shoot them between the eyes, cut their penis off, stick it in their mouth, you know, do all kinds of gross stuff. Only word was shot and left, you know? What city is your emergency in? I need uh, the police in Brook Park. Brook Park, stay in line. Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? She's in her room. Nine one one. What's the address of your emergency? West one hundred and fiftieth Street, Brook Park, Ohio. I just okay, got shot wait. in the leg. You got shot in the leg? You said? Yes. Yes. Okay. And there's multiple hold children. On. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Where's the gunman? Uh, I think he's leaving the house with one of my children. I cannot move. Now you're 19. Uh, what's he wearing? I don't know. News Chief Meteorologist Jason Nicholas and Do you know what kind of car he has? Uh, white Kia Sportage. White Kia Sportage? Yeah. You don't know if he's still around though, right? He's here. He's still there? Yeah. He's still there? Oh, yes. is he inside the residence? Yes. Is he still the gun on you? Yes. Okay. Hey, Rory, he's in the residence with the gun on her. What room are you in? My bedroom. Is he in the bedroom with you? No. Okay. Where is he? You don't know where he went now? Okay, stay there. What? Where is he? I don't know. Okay. I think he might have just killed himself in the other room. You think you heard another shot? He shot it multiple times. So you think he may have shot himself? Rory? I'm talking to the female victim. I don't have her name yet. She thinks he, she thinks he, he shot himself in the other room. She's in the bedroom. I'm putting it in the car. All right, ma'am. You don't know what he was wearing? No. Okay, how, how, Okay. listen, how many other people are in the house? There's one, four, three, okay. four children. There's, there's four kids? Yes. Okay, any other adults? No. So just you, him, and four kids, right? Yes. Okay, did he have a handgun or like a shotgun? Handgun. Handgun. Okay, where are the kids? Underneath my bed. You have four kids under your bed? Yes. Okay, so he doesn't have... Okay, so you're in the... Which bedroom are you in? My room. Is that a front bedroom, back bedroom? Uh, back bedroom. A back bedroom? Yes. And all four kids are under the bed? Yes. We have any area. Okay. You don't hear him anymore? No. 
And you don't know if this car is still there, right? I don't know, and I, I'm starting to get dizzy. I can't. Okay. Okay, ma'am, sit down. Do you have something on your leg? No, I, he threw a blanket on me, but I can't move. Okay, that's okay. I just want you to stay there. Stay on the phone with me, okay? Okay. Okay. Try to sit down. What? She doesn't know. She's stuck in the bedroom. She can't move. She can't. She's getting dizzy. She's. Are you able to get out? Are you able to get, get, move at all, or try to get the kids out the window? No. She. Yeah, It's too far for them to jump out of that window. They'll get hurt. Okay. She says the kids can't jump out the window, and she can't move. Okay, I want you to stay. Are you? I want you to stay on the phone with me, okay? You don't hear any movement at all, right? No. Okay. All right, just try to put pressure on that if you can, where he okay. shot you, okay? Okay. Okay, is your bedroom door closed? No, I'm like half in the hallway, half in my room. Okay. She said she doesn't know. Yeah, you could. You can't tell me at all what he was wearing? A t-shirt and jeans. T-shirt and jeans. Do you know what color T-shirt? Uh, I, I want to say gray. A gray T-shirt and jeans? Yes. And is he a white male, black male? White. White male? How old is he? Uh, 20. 20 what? 27. 27? Okay. I can't even. I can't. Okay. I understand. Oh. Just... I want to try to keep you talking. I want you to try to stay okay. conscious with me, okay? Okay. Okay, I know it's hard. The, the police are there. They just have to try to check to see where he is. He is in a you back can, bedroom with... You said he's in a back bedroom now? Yes. The door is open. He's on the floor. He's... Hey, Rory. He's in a back bedroom on the floor. She can see him now in the back bedroom on the floor. Yeah. Do you, can you tell if he's moving? No, it sounds like he's snoring. She said it sounds like he's snoring. Okay. Can you tell if he shot himself? I cannot. Do you see blood anywhere? She can't tell if he shot himself. He's laying on the ground. She cannot tell if he shot himself. How, how far away from uh, uh, your house? What color is it? Uh, it's tan and red. There's a white Kia Sportage out front. A white Kia Sportage out front and a tan and red house? Yes. It's a Tanner Red House with a white Kia Sportage out front, and that's his car, correct? Yes. Okay, you still with me? Yes. Okay. All right. We have officers there. They have to make sure the scene is safe. He's not moving at all, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. And you cannot see the gun anymore, correct? Correct. Right. But you can see him laying on the ground? Yes. Did you text your father? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, she did. Okay, he just called here, so.
All right, we have officers, they're outside there, that before they can come in, they have to make sure the scene is safe. Okay, so your kids are under the... Your kids are under the floor in one bedroom, and he's in a different one, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, and you're halfway in the hallway, and you're halfway... Okay. Okay. Just stay on the phone with me. We do have paramedics and police outside. Okay? Okay. All right, try to put pressure on that wound. Okay. Okay. I can't tell where he got it. Okay. But he's, st he's still on the floor, right? Yes. Okay. Rory, the male is still on the floor in the bedroom. He's not moving. Okay, we're just, the officers need to make sure things are safe before they can come in there. Okay. Okay. Not yet, baby. Just stay there until the officers are here, okay? Okay, is your front door open or unlocked? No, my or front is locked. They're going to have to go to the side. The side door? Yeah. Okay. You're in the other back bedroom, right? Yes. She's in the other back bedroom. Is he in a back bedroom that's in the corner or further into the house? They're all right next to each other. Okay. She's in a back bedroom, halfway in the bedroom, halfway in the hallway. He's in a different back bedroom. Uh, do you have, is your house, is your house a ranch? No, uh, no, I have a basement. Yes, I know. Okay. There's two bedrooms in the back of the house. Uh, your house is not a ranch. Is it a ranch? Do you have an upstairs? No, no, I don't have an upstairs, but I have a basement. Okay, that's fine, but you, okay. It's a three-bedroom ranch that she has. It's three bedrooms, correct? Yes. And you two are in the two back bedrooms. Is he in the back bedroom that would be closer to the corner of the house, or is he in a back bedroom that would be close to the middle? If you go through my living room, when you get to the hallway, he's in the right bedroom, to the, or to the left. He's in the left. He's, a, he's to the, okay, he's the back bedroom that's to the left, so that would be close into the house, towards the, that would be close. I don't know, I'm confused, I don't know. Okay. How, how bad, how bad are you bleeding? I'm soaking. Yeah. You're what? I'm soaking. She's soaking in blood. She can see him laying on the floor. He's in the back bedroom to the left as you come in from the living room. She's in the other back bedroom. Is, is there a bathroom between? He hasn't moved at all. The, there, he has not moved, no. He, he has not moved at all. Is there a bedroom to the left from the living room? Correct. Is, he, is there a bathroom between your two um, back bedrooms? There is a bathroom between two bedrooms, but okay. Okay, that's what they're just trying to get a layout of the house. So, and the door is open, right? The door to the bedroom he's in is open, and the side door is open. Yes. Okay. Front door is locked. Side door is open. Did he? Yeah. Did he break in the door? Did yeah, he? He kicked he, it in. He kicked the side door in and and came in and shot you. Okay. Okay, we do have officers there. They're just making sure things are secure. I feel like I'm about to pass out. She feels like she's going to pass out. There's an ambulance there too. They just got to wait till we have make sure everything's secure. Okay. All right. All right. There's officers there. They're just checking some things. I'm going to keep you on the phone. Let me know if he moves at all. Okay, I laid down so I cannot see him anymore. You lay. Okay.
But if he if he was able to, if he moved, you would hear him, right? I would, yeah. Okay, Rory. She's laying. Do you see Do you see them there? I hear them. Move up the front driveway, yes. You okay? You okay. All right, I'm going to let you go. Okay. Bye. Where are you shot, man? Somewhere in my leg. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. No, stay there until the cops tell you that it's okay to come out, okay? Hello, strangers, and welcome to a new episode of Strange Talk Podcast. And you just heard that very disturbing 911 call from a woman who was shot by her former lover, um, her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, in the leg. And as you hear in that frantic 911 call. So, yes, we're back with another 911 call episode. Um, Before I get into the actual episode and the details of that 911 call, I just want to say I wasn't too sure if I should include the full audio because it is a pretty lengthy one. So if you stuck it out and you listened to everything, thank you. But in the future, um, uh, for those of you listening to this episode, just let me know if I should shorten them down or if I should just always keep them their original length. Just let me know. Uh, by going to uh, Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast. That's where you can find me. Uh, you can message me on there or comment on any of the posts. Again, that's Strange Talk Podcast on Instagram. Or you can send me an email via Strange Talk Podcast at Outlook.com. That's that email again, uh, Strange Talk Podcast at Outlook.com. Again, so yeah. So uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. So where I found this article about it, there's not much information out there about this particular phone call. Um, it is disturbing, uh, which is also why I included it, because of the fact of what happened and the nature and severity of what actually entailed into the phone call, which is why I included it. But yeah, so um, this happened back in January. I got this article from WKYC Studios News. Uh, so here we go. Brook Park, Ohio. Brook Park police have released 911 audio from a shooting that left a 10-month-old baby dead and a woman injured. So yes, in the phone call, if you heard towards the end of the call, she did say, oh, um, did did he kill my baby? And unfortunately, uh, he did. He did. At this time, authorities believe the incident was a murder-suicide with a 27-year-old male suspect allegedly firing at both the baby and a 27-year-old woman before turning the gun on himself. All three were rushed to the hospital, but only the adult woman survived. We are now learning more about this still unnamed woman's apparent actions during this incident. Actions that may have saved the lives of several other children inside the house on West 150th Street. In the 911 call obtained by 3 News, she can be heard asking for police while a man in the background, supposedly the suspect, shouts, where's my daughter? After the woman said she was in her room, a gunshot rang out, which you heard in the audio, obviously. Moments later, the woman told the dispatcher she had been shot in the leg and that the suspect was leaving the house with one of my children. He instead went to another room inside the home, where the woman said he shot the gun multiple times. During this period of uncertainty, the dispatcher calmly attempted to guide the caller through the situation, all while alerting police to what is happening. And to be honest with you, even though the woman was shot, kudos to her because honestly, she wasn't freaking out that much. There were some parts where, you know, obviously, because you got shot, obviously, you're going to freak out. And so that's a normal thing to just freak out because 
most people go their entire lives without experiencing getting shot or getting shot at, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, she was actually kept her cool for quite some time. And I was actually surprised at how calm and collective she was. So kudos to her. She also helped the woman administer first aid to herself as she was badly bleeding after being shot. I want to try to keep you talking, the dispatcher said to the victim. I want you to try and stay conscious with me, okay? As the woman laid wounded in her bedroom, four children were hiding there under the, her bed. Since the window to the outdoors was too high up and she could not tell for sure if the suspect had shot himself, both she and the dispatcher directed the kids to stay put until police, who by now are at the scene, can get inside. Not yet, baby, the woman tells one of the children. Just stay there until the officers are here, okay? While soaked in blood, the woman could see the suspect lying on the floor of another bedroom and not moving. The cops then got inside and went to the woman, who asked them, Did he kill my baby? Sadly, both the suspect and the little girl were later found shot. The woman gave both her names, as well as the man's name, to the dispatcher, but officials have not yet positively identified any of them. The caller's exact condition is still unknown at this time, but she is expected to survive. Um, and, and there's an update included in the article where she uh, had in, created a GoFundMe for the mother and her 10-month-old baby has been set up. So the little girl that was um, unfortunately uh, murdered by her father, her name was uh, Alice Elizabeth. Uh, she was the one that lost her lives. And it's so sad that her father decided i mean we don't know what problems they were having we don't know any of their issues but it still doesn't make it okay for him to do what he did you know there's different ways to go about things and it's just sad that a little girl that was just starting out life now no longer has an opportunity because of the decisions of that man which is just fucking awful but yeah so yes here we are in another episode of disturbing 911 calls because you guys can't get enough of this stuff i don't know why these are your guys's favorite episodes but here we are i love to do them because they are they are they're they're interesting and it's just it's just scary to see how much fucked up shit goes on in the world that we're kind of not privy to so let's jump into the next call Nine one one emergency. Hello. Okay, where are you located? I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't hear you. Are you able to tell me where you're located? Are you at a Okay, I got Sheldon. What's the number? 553 Sheldon. Okay, can you tell me what's going on there? Okay, ma'am, I'll start the police that way. Can you tell me what your name is? Who's the person who's causing trouble there? Okay, I've got a call entered, so we're going to get the police started that way, all right? Can you tell me what room of the house you're in? So in that short and brief phone call that you heard, it was Kiana Griffin, 
calling 911 because her boyfriend or I believe husband at the time what had just killed her aunt and was now trying to kill her and so she was hiding somewhere in the house which is why it was very hard to hear because she was whispering so that way she wouldn't be discovered by her husband or boyfriend whoever it was chasing after her at the time so the article that I found about the 911 call in question uh, comes from whatever I have the author of it. It's uh, John Agger, I believe is how you say his last name. But here it is. Police beating themselves up after 911 caller found dead hours later. And that's also why I chose to include this because not only did it just show, uh, there's actually body cam footage too that if you're curious, you can go out there and just and look up her story. There's a bunch of YouTube videos covering her case and her story. Because not only about the 911 call, you know, obviously when the call disconnects, sadly and unfortunately, that's when her husband or boyfriend actually found her and he murdered her. So that's why the call disconnects. So not only that, the more disturbing thing about that phone call is that after the call was disconnected, the police went out there to do the welfare check. And the police, there's body cam footage too. They, I've seen it in certain case videos that are on YouTube. Just look up Kiana Griffin and you'll be able to find numerous videos about it if you're interested in seeing more about her particular case. But what had happened is they, they went out there, they did a welfare check, they checked the doors, and they felt like nobody was in the home. So they didn't even bother going into the home and breaking down the door, even knowing that what she had whispered to the 911 dispatcher, that I am, my husband, my boyfriend's trying to kill me. And that should be more than enough to just cause the police to just enter by force. You know what I'm saying? But they chose not to. Uh, so hindsight being 2020, they really regret their mistake because if they had probably gone in, she would probably still be alive to this day. So in Grand Rapids, Michigan, a frantic 911 caller pleaded for help after she said a man in her home had killed her roommate, which was her aunt. Can you just hurry up, please? I'm going to die. As she whispers, he's trying to kill me, she said, according to a tramp skip of the March 13th call. He already killed my unintelligible, which was her aunt. She gave her address, which was 553 Sheldon Avenue, Southeast. The Grand Rapids police, responding to the 1029 a.m. call, knocked on the doors at the house and looked through windows. Police got no response and saw nothing suspicious. Calls to the woman's cell phone went unanswered, and eventually police just left. At 1 p.m., another 911 call came in. A man said, 553 Sheldon, there's blood everywhere. My sister is not moving. Police returned. Charletta Baber Bay... 45, and her niece, Kayana Griffin, 25, died of gunshot wounds inside the house on Sheldon Avenue near Buckley Street. Knowing what they know now, police would have broken into the house after the first call. Grand Rapids Police Sergeant John Witkowski said, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I fucked that name up. With hindsight being 2020, yes, he said recently, the officers and dispatchers are absolutely beating themselves up over this. Daryl Demon Brown, or Demon, I believe it's I mean, Demon fits perfectly fine, but Daryl Demon Brown, 45, who lived with them, is a person of interest in the killings, police say. He is a subject of a nationwide search. And believe it or not, Daryl Demon Brown's, if I'm not mistaken, because I found no updates from when this happened, because I believe this did happen in March 13th of this year, of 2023, he is still at large currently. They're still looking for him, and he's actually on the 15 most wanted list because of what he did. Transcripts of the calls were released under the Freedom of Information Act. The actual recordings were not released, however. Waskowski said the initial caller talked to a call taker who provided the information to a dispatcher. 
The dispatcher alerted police verbally and via in-car computer. Police tried to make contact with anyone inside the house, but got no response, he said. If we had something, we see something. Anything else amiss or awry, we're going in, Waskowski said. I'm not saying it was lost in translation. I think the level of urgency may have been missed, he said. Griffin, the first caller, used a cell phone. Police would know that the cell phone call came from that general area. If the call had been made on a landline, police would have known the call came from inside the house. Waskowski said police who respond to the initial call did not believe they had reasonable suspicion to break into the house. Police regularly respond to unfounded calls. We'd be kicking down doors all the time, he said. We have to abide by the law like anyone else. He said police made a difficult decision at the Sheldon residence. At the end of the day, it's a tough call. Some say, yeah, go in. Others say, right call. The man who found his sister held her bloodied body. He didn't know if she was breathing, but he did CPR at the dispatcher's direction. It appeared she was on the phone when killed, he said. Kiana, please wake up. Kiana, this is my little, oh my God, he said. That's unfortunate, you know. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys think uh, it's the police fault for not uh, having a more sense of urgency when it came to that call? Could they have done more? Probably yes. Most likely yes. Uh, so again, if you're interested in looking at the body cam footage of the police uh, responding to the first time when Kiana Griffin called in 911, uh, Sergeant uh, John Waskowski, what he was trying to say, Waskowski, I believe his, his last name, uh, what he was trying to say was that basically they did not uh, have the sense of urgency because the officers that responded to Kiana's first phone call when she called in, they, they didn't see anything suspicious around her home. And the reason why they weren't sure, because she called from a cell phone and not a landline, because then, you know, she could be anywhere. But that, that doesn't even fucking make sense. Like, that's just a fucking way to cop out. And it's the PR for their police <laughs> station just doing magical work for them. But yeah. So you guys let me know at Strange Talk Podcast on Instagram or via email at strangetalkpodcast.outlook.com. And let me know, what do you guys think? Do you guys think they could have done more? Do you think they did the right thing? You know, that the best they could do, given the circumstances that they were in? You let me know. So let's get into the next call. Alan, when where's your emergency? I'm in an emergency, a severe emergency. I'm in a flooding. My car veered off the road while I was doing my newspapers, and I'm flooded over here on the end of Kincaid, and it's all the way up to my windows, and I can't get out, and I'm scared to death, ma'am. Hey, Can you please help me? Really bad. I need you to calm down. I need you to tell me where you are. I'm on the, I don't know, ma'am. I'm on the end of Kincaid down here by these apartments. There's some apartments on Kincaid. I don't know what they're called. What color is your vehicle? Avenue. On the other side of Kincaid, at the very end of Kincaid Street, there's some apartments. And right. I thought, Do you I have a dark blue car is what I'm asking you? What color is your vehicle? Yeah, dark. It's, it's gray SUV. Like, the, the mortar's all the way up to my windows. Okay, hold on for me. Don't hang up. And it's coming in my windows. I mean, I'm floating in water right now, ma'am, ma'am. And you're at close to the area of 5801 Kincaid? Yes, ma'am. I need help right now. I'm, 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 I'm soaking wet. I'm sick, and I can't. I don't know what to do, ma'am. Okay. What's your name? Debbie Stevens. Please help me. I don't want to die. You're not gonna die. Hold on for me. Well, I need. To, I, I'm scared. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know the water. I couldn't see the water when I came up on it, man. It just all of a sudden hit me. And you're in a gray van. I'm in a gray SUV. I'm Mazda CX-9. And you were a paper person? 
Yes, I'm a diaper person. Please send somebody fast to get me. I'm scared. Okay, listen to me. I can't calm swim. Down I can't swim. I'm going to drown. You're not going to drown. Just calm down. Well, ma'am, it's all the way up to my chest. Okay, Please listen to me. I understand. Hold on for me. Just I'm scared. I'm sorry. I'm it's fine to be scared. You have a right to be scared. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, did you go off the road into a ditch? No, ma'am. I was in the in the parking lot of the, of the apartment cutting through to go to my paper route because I couldn't go down 66th Street because it was flooded. And when I got to the end, I didn't see I couldn't see the water in that driveway. And there was water everywhere, and it just it just took me away and started pulling me, just sucking me in, and then my car then my car died. How long is it gonna be, man? My phone's gonna die, and I can't charge it. It's gonna get wet. It's all the way up. It's all the way up to my neck almost. Okay, hold on for me. Hello? I'm listening to you. So I said, hold on for me. Oh God, please help me! Lord, please help me! I don't wanna die. Miss Debbie, I need you to calm down and hold on, okay? Oh, I'm scared, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm scared. I need the cops to come get me. I need somebody to help me. I'm scared. Are you the only one in the vehicle? Yes, I'm the only one in the vehicle with all my papers floating around me. Okay, listen to me. Make sure yes, you're in the area of 5801 Kincaid. I don't know what 5801 Kincaid is. I don't know. I just know there's two sets of apartments no, over I know, there. She's not sure. Listen to me. I you're, listen to me. If you're doing the paper, yes. you got to know at least a little bit of where you are. I can do this paper route over here, ma'am. I was cutting through to go to my paper route because I couldn't get down 60 so Tell me what you see then. What do you see? There's some apartments because all I see is some apartments. I don't know the names of any of these apartments what over here. The apartment, what does the apartment complex look like? I, don't, I can't see them, but, ma'am, there's two sets of apartment complexes, one on the right and one on the left. And I'm in the back side of them back here in a bunch of grass. It looks like a bunch of trees. Okay. I'm going to send somebody out there to you, okay? What? It's already getting up to me. I'm scared. How long is it going to take? I don't have an officer available, so it's going to take a minute. So I'm going to try to get somebody out there to you. Just hold on, okay? I'm going to die. It's all the way up to my windows. I'm going to die. You're not going to die. I can't die. Oh my God! <laughs> I need to go and tell my mommy bye because I don't want to die. Ma'am, it's all the way up to me, ma'am, ma'am. Listen to me, Miss Debbie. Just stay on the phone with me. I want to get somebody out there to you. Just hold on, and don't hang up. I'm gonna die, ma'am, because it's gonna run my phone because my phone's gonna get wet. Hold on for me. I'm gonna get out and swim. If I could, I would. But I don't know how to swim, baby. I'm scared. And there's people over there watching me, and they're probably laughing. They're over there looking at me. People are looking at you, and they're not going to help you? Two sets of cars over there, and they're just all looking at me like I'm stupid. I couldn't help it. I love it. They just started pulling me down the road. Okay, hold on for me. I got my lights on in my car. That's the only thing you can see. I'm not, I just need help. It's getting, it's getting bad. It's all going to pass my steering wheel. I'm going to try. Please help me. Please help me. How long is it going to be? Please, Listen man. to me. Listen to me. I need you to calm down and hold on. Okay? I'm scared, man. I understand that you're scared, but there's nothing I can do sitting in a chair, so you're going to have to hold on, and I'm going to send you somebody, okay? Oh.
Hello? Hold on, I'm still here. Hold on. Ma'am, please hurry. Listen to me. I understand. Hold on for me. Ma'am, they're going to let me die. I'm not, not going to let you die. Oh, ma'am, I don't want to die. I'm sorry, but I don't want to die today. You're not going to die. My SUV, my SUV is ruined. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, the <laughs> Hold on for me, ma'am. I'm holding on, ma'am. It's all I can do. I'm scared. Because it's getting higher and higher, and my phone's going to die, and y'all ain't going to find me. I'm going to get the back away. Okay, just hold on for me. And I can't swim. I can't swim at all. Oh, uh, <laughs> Ten four. It's gonna be in the area of fifty eight oh one Kincaid Avenue. I'm on the female I'm on the phone with this female. She's stuck in a van. She's on a paper route. I'm in an S U V and she's got water up to her chest. What color no, is like it? Oh please help me. Ladder one, be advised, it'll be a great SUV. And I've got my lights, I've got my lights on inside. You can see me. Ma'am, I hear you. Did you, you tell him I got my lights on inside where they can see me? Yeah, can you tell me how long it's gonna be, ma'am? <laughs> it's getting higher, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, you're scared. But I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, but you can't. I'm going to die. You're not going to die. You're going to die. I'm scared. I'm scared. Just stay on the phone with me, okay? I'm scared. Somebody save me. Am I not on the phone with you trying to get you some help? Yeah, okay, but I need somebody to get me out before I die. Hey, I'm sorry. You're not going to die. Scared. I don't know why you're freaking out. It's okay. I know the water level is I'm high. Scared. I understand that. But you're freaking out doing nothing but losing your oxygen up in there. So just calm down. But are they not going to come get me? You said what? I'm sorry. When are they going to be here? As soon as they get there. Well, how long is that going to be before I die? Yeah, I know. Man, my phone's going to die. They're not going to find me. It's going to ruin my brand new phone. Do, do you really care about your brand new phone? I mean, you're over there crying for your life. Who cares about your phone? Come on, I need to get down. I need to throw up. I need to throw up right now. Well, then uh, you're in water. You can throw up. It's not going to matter. If you got throw up on yourself, they'll still help you. No, my car is just going to catch on fire. How if it's underwater? It's turned on. I can't turn it off. Your car's not going to catch fire in water. Oh. It's making an awful funny noise and smoking. Oh, my God, ma'am. It's all the way up past my door. <laughs> Just stay on the phone with me. I'm going to get somebody there to you. They should be there because I'm sending fire out to you to help you out.
not okay so you can call your mother-in-law when you're actually out of the vehicle so no you cannot call her right now okay. <laughs> i'm sorry can you pray will you pray with me can hear me hello i'm here i can still hear everything you're saying to me i have will like, you pray with me please you go ahead and start off the prayer and i'll listen to you i sure will Dear Father, please just help me. Get me out of this water safely, dear Father. One of us has to have the new peace, Father. Just be with me and protect me and help me, dear Father, please. Dear Father, help me. My vehicle is ruined. Yeah, but it's better that your vehicle is ruined than you being swept away and nobody knows where you are. So just stand on the phone. I'm going to be swept away because my mom is No, you're not. You're, you have nowhere to be swept away to besides the street that you're on, so just calm down, okay? Well, I'm at the end of a street, but man, right, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it right now, and at the end of the street is some bushes, so you'll be just fine. Ma'am, it's getting all the way up to my chest. And I'm I know the water's up to your chest. Just stay on the phone with me, and I have an officer. I have an officer and the fire department coming out to you. So just hold on, okay? Oh, thank you. I'm sorry if I'm rude, but I'm scared. You're not rude. I know you're scared. Just calm down for me. I'm scared. I've never had anything like this happen to me before. Well, this will, te- this will teach you next time. Don't drive in the water. Couldn't see it, ma'am. I'm sorry, or I wouldn't. Have. I don't see how you didn't see it. You had to go right over it, so. No, ma'am. I was in a drive. I was in a parking lot. There was no water where I was at. Okay. And when I got to the end of the parking lot, I was looking for the road to get out into the main road. When I got to the main road, it was too late. There was water, and I didn't. I couldn't see it fast right. enough. The water just didn't appear. I didn't see it fast enough. My headlight went out, and I couldn't see it. Okay. It's okay. We'll get you help and get you out of there. Just hold on, okay? Okay, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <sighs> and you're not the only one that's been stuck in the water. We've had some 80-year-olds that's been stuck in the water. It's scary. It's scary. Because I can't swim. <laughs> I think I even though you can't swim, I think you can still stand up in this. How tall are you? Taller it's higher than me. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm only five foot tall. Okay, well, you're not three foot, so you'll be just fine. Okay. <laughs> well, the cops take me to time. my house. I don't live very far. Ma'am. Ten four. They're pulling somebody else out the water, and as soon as they do, they'll come to you, so just stay right there, okay? I'm not going nowhere, ma'am. I can't go nowhere. I'm just praying. Will they take me home to my house, ma'am? 10-4. Ma'am. Oh my gosh, it's getting even higher. Okay, just 
on the phone with me. I know that you're scared, so I'm not hanging up with you, okay? So well, just stay on the phone with me. Up. Will they take me back to my house, please? I don't know what they'll do. If not, I can walk to my house. I don't want to. I live on Nipper Lane. I got animals in my house. I got to get home, too, and I got to go get my some more papers so somebody can take me through. Uh, they're not going to take you and do all that. They'll take you and drop you off. They have other people me to home. rescue as well. So you'll no, get that's to... not what I said. They need to take you. They take me home, and my mother-in-law is going to come get me to throw the rest of my papers. I don't know if they'll, if they'll take you home. They're just going to take you to a dry spot. I don't know what they're going to do. When they get there, you'll, you have to oh, ask them because I have no idea. to come get me. I'll call my mother-in-law to come get me. So you're going to have her drive out in this? No, she's out doing papers right now, and she's okay. a district manager for the Southwest Times Record. She's already out throwing around. I called her before I called you, and she was out throwing around. She's out in there, she is. Okay. You know how much longer it's going to be, ma'am? As soon as I get there, I cannot give you a time. Oh, my God. What time is it now, ma'am? <laughs> Those people are standing up on their balcony watching me sitting in this water. That's pretty rude. A lot of people have called in on you, so I don't think that nobody's just sitting there. They have to call in, but they're not going to get their self in danger because you put yourself in danger. I understand that, ma'am. I understand that. I'm just scared. I know you're scared. And the water's creeping up, and in a minute I won't be able to talk to you when my phone goes crazy. You'll be there before that happens, so calm down. Oh, you. I'm sorry, ma'am. What's your name? Donna. Donna, thank you for being here for me, Miss Donna. You're welcome. I'm just scared, and I don't know what to do. I tell you, when it rains again, I ain't never doing this. That sounds like a good idea. Because, you know, Fort Smith's water for is just 21, like it just I've done, papers for, I've done papers for 21 years, and I've never had it like this. Yeah, I think that's understandable, though. Hold on for me, okay? Fort Smith, please. This is Donna. How can I help you? <laughs> for which address? Okay, then I can cancel it. They got the Thank you. Oh my God, ma'am. Yes. It's done. My phone's gonna die. No, it's not. Just hold on for me. Ma'am, I can't. I'm getting all the way up to my neck. You can hold on. Just hold on. Oh, don't worry. I got a pee so bad. Yeah, I'm on the phone with the female now. She's freaking out, and she says the water is hurting. She's going to get out. 5801KK on the back side is all I got. Do you see the officer, ma'am? No, I don't see nobody, ma'am. 10 4 is going to be a great SUV. I got my lights on, but I don't see nobody. Do you hear the fire trucks? Russian water, ma'am. I can't hear nothing. Okay, well, don't cry, and then don't talk, and then let me know if you hear the fire department. The what? The fire trucks. Tell me if you hear the fire trucks. 
now, ma'am. All I can hear is rushing water. I see flashing headlights over there, but I think that's somebody's car. I hope they're not broke down. Too. Literally, 5801 Kincaid is what she said. No, she doesn't see her, and I don't hear the the, uh, the apparatuses either. Are you are you close to Oakbrook Apartments, ma'am? Yes, I'm over here by these two sets of apartments. Yes, ma'am. At the end of the street, at the very end of the street. Now, yes, that's the end of the street is. in between those two apartments, yes. Right behind those. Okay, right hold on. Listen to me. I can't hear you on the left-hand side, Okay, hold on for me. Hold on. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Ma'am, it's just getting Gray, so My phone's going to die. Ma'am. Hold on for me. Do you see the fire department? My lights are on inside, if you can see my lights. My interior lights are on. Are you on the park side? Are you in the parking lot side? Are you on the road? And you go down the, what? You go down that street that runs in between those two apartments right there. And I'm on the, and and the street goes to the end, and my car veered off to the left. And I'm behind these last set of apartments on the left hand side. I'm behind them. I guess it's a circle down there. I don't know. I've never driven down on this part. I don't know, she ma'am. She said she's in, in between both apartment complexes on this street at the dead end. In the, back, in the very back side, there's a bunch of trees. Right there. The she showed 5801 at the end. The back side of these apartments over here where these people are at, they can all she see me. They're all standing out there watching Miss Debbie, you're going to have to shut up, okay? I need oh, you to listen, listen to me. Yes, ma'am. Can, can you start your, can you start your, um, is your car still on there? Like, can you honk my, your horn? My horn is dead. Okay, hold on for my me. My horn is dead. Okay, hold on for me. Everything is dead. Listen to me, hold on. Who, fire? Are they really? It's even higher. It's all the way past my doors. Hold on for me, don't hang up. Ma'am, please. Hold on for me. Hold on. Ladder two. Oh, my God. And it's getting higher and higher. And it's getting... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pepper 7 is needing you in the area, 5801 Kincaid Avenue. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. They're trying to come to you. The whole parking lot is flooded. They're trying to find you, okay? So hold on for me. Oh, and I'm at the very back of the I'm at the very back of the end of that road on 58th Street. That's what street that is. I didn't know, ma'am. Oh, my God, my car's starting to move. Oh, ma'am, my car's starting to move, please. Okay, listen to me. I know. I'm I'm trying to get you as help as I can, okay? Just hold on for me. Okay, ma'am, please. I, I know you're die, scared. Please. I know. Hold on for me because I've got to take other calls plus you and listen okay, to all the other Okay, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Okay, ma'am. Okay. 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 <laughs> dear Lord, please just get me out. Dear Lord, please help them find me. Dear Lord, please. Dear Lord, please. Station one. Number seven is wanting you to go ahead and clip up the boat and get it ready if they should need you. Okay, I, I 
no, listen to me. They are in the area. They are trying to find you. They cannot find you right now. I'm trying to ping where you are, so do not hang up because this 911 call is helping me ping your location, so don't don't hang up on me. Okay, where are you moving to? Tell me where it's going. Okay, tell me where you are. Listen to me. Hold on. I'm on the phone with her right now. She is legit freaking out. She said the vehicle is now moving in the water, and she doesn't know which way it's going. So stand by. So that phone call that you heard, that very long phone call. So if you stuck it out and you were there for all 22 minutes, uh, I'm just going to start off with the fact that the 911 dispatcher, the operator, Donna, I believe she said her name was, is a fucking cunt. (laughs) I'm sorry. She was being very rude. And I get it. Her job is stressful. Her job is emotionally draining. So I can understand that. But it is still your job to speak to the person that's calling 911 in a calm demeanor and especially don't tell them to shut up i'm sorry but donna if somehow by some miracle you listen to this episode and i hope you do you just know that you're a fucking cunt for because i think the most disturbing part of all of it is the fact that this was because let me get straight to it. Uh, Deborah Stevens was actually the frantic woman calling 911, and she unfortunately didn't make it. She died. As you can hear towards the end of the audio, when her car was pushed out, it got pushed out far enough that by the time firefighters were able to even arrive and try to get her out of her circumstance, she had already drowned. She had already passed away. So it was really sad because Don is not only a cunt because of that, but it's just the fact that like she was rude. She was kind of being very condescending, especially with like, oh, well, why did you drive out? And they're like, well, no shit, obviously, you know, but come on. And after that, that was the last person that Deborah Stevens got to speak to on Earth. That was the last person that she had an interaction with before she died. So her last moments on Earth were were with a fucking cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, so when Deborah Stevens' normal road to her paper route was blocked by flash flooding, she took a detour that quickly became fatal. Stevens was inconsolable as her car was stranded in the rising water in unfamiliar territory and the police struggled to locate her. She became hysterical as the water rose up to her chest, which you can hear in the audio. Uh, I believe when she first placed the call, it was already around her waist, I believe at that moment when she was calling and the water was rushing in as well. Uh, She kept repeating, I'm scared, I don't want to die, and please help me, as the operator told her to shut up. And you could hear her saying that, I need you to shut up. Fucking Donna's a cunt. Although firefighters did arrive before her car was submerged, they were blocked by the flooded water until almost an hour after she first called. By the time they could reach her car, Stevens had run out of oxygen and could not be resuscitated. An internal investigation of the 911 operator was conducted, But of course, no charges were made against her. Although I feel like she should something. I mean, you can't really charge her because it's not it's not like she placed her in, you know, the flooded water. But it's just the fact that Donna being the cunt of a person she was being, that was her fight. Like Deborah's final moments was being with that person. And it made no comfort, brought her no comfort to her whatsoever and so that's why i chose to include this very long audio i was going to edit it down because it's very long i won't lie to you so if you made it through it kudos to you and awesome but 
it's 22 minutes okay of her crying and being hysterical and 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 just dealing with donna you know the 911 operator just being a bitch to her really i get it it's frustrating i I can't imagine what they go through on a daily basis all the constant like calls that they get domestic violence calls murder calls like people dying on the phone you have to be there and console them but you have to realize that that is your job and that is your job to talk to the person and be there for them because that person that you're that as you being a 911 operator the person on the other end of that phone that might be their last time they ever speak to anybody and then for donna to just be such a bitch to her in her final moments like just fucking sucks and i think that's what makes it more tragic of this 911 call so that's going to be it for this episode. I know it wasn't that many because there, there's not a lot out there that are not heavily edited or like have audio already because another person has uh, shown them and they put their music on it and stuff. So yeah, that's it. It was really hard for me to find this one, but I will do another one in the future. Not anytime soon, but yes. So thank you guys for listening to this episode of Strange Talk Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys like got something out of it because my god just the last one fucking donna you bitch i hope wherever you are i hope every time you lay your head down to rest on your pillow you can never find the fucking cold side of the pillow and it's forever hot and i feel like just more bad things should happen to you because fucking hey you're a bitch jesus christ she was a horrible person to deborah you know her last life her last moments on on earth were just with that miserable piece of shit person, Donna. Jesus. But yeah, so that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, stay tuned for Monday. Monday's going to be another This Week in Crime as I prepare for the next case. I'm not announcing it just yet. You will find out what episode I will be working on when you listen to This Week in Crime. And again, if you're new to the channel, thank you for listening to this episode of Strange Talk Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram to stay up to date with what episodes I'm working on at Strange Talk Podcast. That's on Instagram. You can send me news articles for This Week in Crime, and I'll feature them if I find them interesting. If not, you won't hear from me. Just kidding. No, for real though. But just send me news articles, or if you just want to reach out and let me know about some topic or ideas, or just want to let me know that you enjoyed the show, or that I suck, and that you don't like listening to it, and then I should just stop. That's fine too. Just send those emails to Strange Talk Podcast at outlook.com what's that email again that's strange talk podcast at outlook.com so again i hope you guys enjoyed this and stay tuned for this week in crime and as always stay strange thank you for listening i love you bye bye